0: Hi everyone, welcome to Film Grain, we're the official podcast of the Film Society of Northwestern Pennsylvania and the Greater Erie Film Office. And today, John and I are going to talk about our reactions to the 2021 Oscars we watched last night from our respective homes. And we've got a lot of thoughts. We have not talked about this in advance. So I'm pretty sure we're going to surprise each other or maybe we'll be in perfect agreement. We talked about our predictions a few episodes ago. So I don't know. We'll see. John, what was your first just overall feeling about the whole about the whole show?
1: Of the show? The 93rd? academy awards i i was actually i enjoyed it maybe it's because um i chose to skip the oscars for like the first time ever if i recall last year i don't think i really watched did you watch last year i don't think so
0: either i was i kind of actually forgot that it was coming up yeah i was i was not really interested last year either
1: yeah it was uh that was right in the in the thick of it last time so Mm -hmm. I don't think i was in the mode this year coming back i have to say i watched the uh the pre-show um or like probably a good hour of it i don't know how long it actually was but i thought it was cool and chill it was like this outdoor setting you know people were spread out it was very relaxed maybe it's just the only reason maybe that i actually enjoyed it is because um it was just nice to kind of kind of see that people out and mingling and maybe it was like a hopefulness for, for the future. So I really liked how they transitioned from the pre-show to the actual telecast. They had Regina King pick up an award and walk from like the pre-game venue into Union Station while there were like um, opening credits opening and some you know some fancy music it felt like the opening of a film uh so i really appreciate that i'm sure that was one of the contributions of steven soderbergh who was one of the uh runners of the the oscars i think he was one of the producers but i really liked them having it scaled back and intimate in Union Station, and I thought that uh, once they all got kind of going, even though it didn't look like they were drinking a lot or anything, it kind of had a Golden Globes feel, whereas people were a little bit off the chain a little bit and not so guarded. It felt like a little loose. I think it started feeling loose as soon as the first person swore on air, and I can't remember if that was Daniel Kaluuya or who, who it was. I really enjoyed it. I I thought it was great being scaled down. What it what was your overall impression? Yeah,
0: I agree. I I absolutely agree. I kind of wish that was how they do it from now on. It felt more relaxed. All of the presenters seemed more relaxed. All of the attendees did as well. It really made you realize how many extra people show up in the seats in the huge theater, the Dolby Theater? I think is when they where they usually do the the ceremony. Makes you realize how much pomp and circumstance usually goes into it, and the pre show with all of the the media and the fashion. They they put so much emphasis on it, and and absolutely. It's fun. They want viewers. I know a lot of the women in particular put a lot of time and effort into hair and makeup and choosing a dress, and the designers spend a lot of time. It's a it's a big moment for the designers um, as well as the the women in particular that are wearing the gowns. But really scaling back on that show, that fashion show beforehand. The understated experience of that really was a relief hmm. to me. I do have a comment about that, and it's about Carrie Mulligan. In our predictions, I spent a lot of time talking about how much I loved Promising Young Woman. They didn't really get any love at all.
1: They got, and that's okay play, with right? me. Best I original missed that one. screenplay. It won Best Original Screenplay. I think that was it.
0: Well, was that early on in the telecast? Because oh. I actually. I ran in after it started. I missed, I missed the beginning.
1: That's fine.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, John, I actually missed the beginning, but in fairness, I was grading papers. I was grading speeches, so I was doing something important, all right? Mm-hmm. I was grading. So I ran in after it had started, but Carrie Mulligan was wearing an incredible dress. Yeah. It was this orange shimmery thing. I don't know what she would have done if she had won an award (laughs) because she sat up there on stage right and she just looked like something that could not have moved at all. (laughs) Uh, She was was up there. So I I thought she looked gorgeous, but she just belonged. she She did. She looked beautiful, but she just kind of belonged up there. (laughs) <laughs> uh, on stage right the entire evening.
1: What did you think about Quest Love? I, I love the DJ aspect. That
0: was great! That was perfect. I think his music choices were fabulous because, again, it wasn't this dramatic orchestral, um, you know. Yeah. I, that, that is wonderful, I, but it adds this level of formality that people don't connect to as much you know a
1: lot younger yeah it just felt a little i don't know just felt more fresh all the way around but it did mm -hmm. it did have a you know there were a lot of younger nominees for sure Mm -hmm. what did you think about uh glenn close's moment there with but now was that staged? was that staged or was that uh legit what do you what do you think because i was like i don't know this feels a little staged
0: they had to have her go ahead before that they had to she knew a awesome
1: th- damn lot about that song
0: i think she had to know that was happening in advance i what don't do you know see? how cool she is
1: like <laughs> she's She's lost so many times, that poor woman, that uh, at least they gave her a good moment.
0: Just like Quest Love, you know, it brought a little, like, two cultures coming together, mm-hmm. um, which I think is needed. Um, I don't know if some Academy old farts would have been like, hmm, I don't know if that's a very good old idea. So some other producer was like, we need to do something cool and fun and groundbreaking at yeah. <laughs> the Oscars. That's a little different than everyone get together and take a selfie in the audience. Like selfies are the new thing, right. you know? No, yeah. no. we're going to take it a little step further. Maybe it translated well, maybe it didn't. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> they had her permission to do that. I think so. Okay. So one of the things that jumped out to me, which on a more serious note that I think translated very, very well was how they um, represented disability in the whole show. And of course, because it was it was really woven throughout the, um, the nominees, mm-hmm. you know, the one that came across, you know, Sound of Metal being a Best Picture nominee mm-hmm. and Rez Ahmed being a, a Best Actor nominee. And Paul Racy being Best Supporting Actor nominee, so The Sound of Metal getting a lot of nominations and then winning for Best Sound and Best Editing, of course, but um, not even just The Sound of Metal, but Crip Camp the Best Doc nominee mm-hmm. and a short called Feeling Through featuring a deaf and blind actor, Robert Tarango. There was that, which was really exciting. And then you had Marley Matlin being a presenter, a former Oscar winner for Best Actress in 1987. There was there was definitely, um, it was nice to see that kind of representation. There's a lot of love, you know, some of the research I was doing. Whenever you have actors that are not you know that don't have disabilities playing actor you know playing characters that are disabled it's almost a guaranteed oscar nomination Um, but it kind of takes over um the show in this case it really really did Um, But there were people um, I noticed there were there were folks in the audience that you could see because there were less there were less people in the audience that you saw. There were guests that actually did have disabilities that were being assisted, that they had they had assistance helping them out.
1: My question to you is, um, you know, as you said, there were a number of films that were nominated that uh, spoke directly to um, these audiences, you know after no one no one makes the sound of metal and uh, crip camp and things like that, do you believe that these um, inclusion measures will stick around and become the norm? Or do you think it's like a trend? And, you know, I mean, do you think the Oscars are becoming more inclusive? I mean, I, I would say from this telecast, for sure, in many, many ways, much, much more inclusive. You can see that. You know changing the the voting uh academy members making them younger letting more people in that you know their diversity efforts things like that have have definitely you're seeing the fruits of of those efforts now do you think that all of this continues even when there aren't uh you know three films nominated with uh disability cast and
0: i hope so it's certainly a step i mean looking back you let's say, what is that, seven years ago was the last time, you know, The Theory of Everything, Eddie Redmayne, so that's an acting
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Oscar, but including people with disabilities in the academy, in the voting academy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Actors being, um, you know, cast in television shows, in films, I just saw there is a television show coming out. I believe it's a show featuring characters with autism. So So they kept
1: running ads for the good doctor, which is, you know, I don't know if you watch like ABC kept running the same damn three show ads every single ad break, which was annoying as hell. Apparently they only have three good shows or they only have three shows left on On the network but one of them was the uh, autistic doctor show which i don't watch but
0: oh well then that was it okay so
1: (laughs) 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 the other one was you know that the two women uh investigators or whatever and they kept showing the clip of them coming into a house with the guy with a gun he was like relax women and he the one would say you don't tell a woman to relax or something you know they're taking all no. the
0: boxes. Yeah, right. So clearly, going back, it wasn't the good doctor. It was. It wasn't okay. the I. I'm a good doctor. I'm a doctor with autism. It's a different show. It's on a okay. different network. Okay. I think it's on CBS, and it's a comedy. And it's a it's a group of roommates. Um, and,
1: they're and all autistic.
0: They're not all autistic, but one of them is. You know, not being a disability where someone is deaf or. In a wheelchair but i think that things are i think that things are changing and i think it will yeah. will stick around i do
1: i i hope that, that that it's more um natural change and not like uh godzilla versus kong which was super right. annoying
0: super annoying yeah <laughs> in, in not casting,
1: a f- <laughs> where they had multiple people in the same family that didn't have the same um backgrounds at all. They were just randomly like making sure they covered all possible bases in the cast, which, you know, good idea, but um, unrealistic. And who were you happy to have seen when? Were you disappointed in any? Um, were there any su- big surprises for you?
0: I was not surprised at all in all the Nomad wins. I thought that was all pretty predictable. Nomadland, those were all very predictable to me. Um, I was so I happy was, that
1: Chloe won.
0: Yeah, listen to me talk about fashion, but I was very, very happy for her to um, have the sneaks on. You know, if <laughs> yeah. I were to go to the Oscars, <laughs> the the courage, the the sense to wear nice comfortable bright white sneaks and not for a second think about the comfort of my feet. Yeah. Um good for Renison, her.
1: that was that was her idea to like wear chucks. Now she said okay, she'll have to wear combat boots.
0: Someday, John. That's right. Someday. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so you so appreciated
1: Chloe Joe's uh fashion call mm-hmm. or lack of lack of uh Putting that pressure on for the for the big night,
0: exactly. Yep, I appreciated that. Um, I loved her best director speech. I thought that that was very touching.
1: A lot of backlash uh, in China, um, right? Yeah, they're pretty much, according to a, a Chinese friend that I have, they're pretty much ignoring. Uh, like it's kind of a media blackout that she won in China, which is like. Yeah so ridiculous.
0: Her social score probably tanked. Coded bias, her social score tanked. But uh, something tells me she does not care very much. Yeah. yeah. Well, she has a lot to be proud of. Um, And I'm sure that any documentary she wants to make in the future, she will not have trouble getting funding for that.
1: Frances McDormand continues to be a Hollywood's badass, resident badass.
0: Her other Oscars, so this is her third Best Actress Oscar. Others being Fargo? Probably. Yeah, Fargo. And Three Billboards? Pro- yeah, yeah. Outside Ebbing. Mm-hmm. Now, each of these characters, like one, Fargo was, she was a cop, mm-hmm. you know, Kind of a waddling, pregnant, uh, (laughs) no-nonsense, kind of like coffee drinking, McDonald's eating, Mm. uh, non-startled cop.
1: Yeah. Three billboards. Three billboards also. Yep.
0: Yep. I think she wore overalls a lot, right? Comfortable (laughs) in overalls.
1: You might recall for Nomadland, I I wasn't really buying her at first, which I know is the unpopular um, opinion, but I did I did feel um, I wasn't I wasn't quite sure about her, but I came around. I don't know if um, personally if I would have chosen her for best actress, probably Viola Davis. I thought Vanessa Kirby was great in a movie that ended up being not so great.
0: Oh, okay, interesting Mulligan, because...
1: looking at her filmography, like she has she doesn't have a a miss on her c v mm. at all um, yeah promising young woman though I thought maybe she was going to win last night. she was definitely wearing the dress for it, as you mentioned, yeah, <laughs> she's wearing a winner an oscar winner's gown for sure. you were happy, Francis won you ex- anticipated francis to come away with it, probably everybody did right I
0: don't no, I I Enough thought category,
1: right? There's a lot of talent there.
0: There was a lot of talent in that category. I thought that Vanessa Kirby was a dark horse. I really didn't think Carrie Mulligan was going to win. She was kind of off my list.
1: Uh-huh. Interesting. Um, so yeah. much love for that film.
0: So your, much love for it. I loved even. it. I it was my. Honestly, it was my favorite I think that the message in that movie was so resonant
1: we haven't talked it because I haven't I didn't see the film when we talked when you gave it your high highest of praises last time around
0: right and you have seen it since then
1: I have I thought it was very uneven I, it, it's like the kind of film that like thematically that I would be behind a hundred percent. But i really did think it felt like a first-time filmmaker effort and i thought it was Mm -hmm. really tonally all over the place which initially dorota said well she has depression and maybe it's tonally all over the place because it's trying to mirror the character and so i was like okay i can get that and if that was the plan then I can give extra points for that. But I have not seen uh, real evidence of that anywhere. So I think it was a little bit of mis-execution.
0: I'm with Dorota on that one. Because...
1: (laughs) Dorota, by the way, has... uh, last She's since changed her mind. She said the more she thinks about it, she feels like it didn't hit as hard as it could and that the reason that she probably liked it as much as she did the first time is because the ending is such a gut punch. But she says, reflecting back, she doesn't think it's as strong as she initially thought.
0: Everyone has their opinion.
1: I wanted to love that, I wanted to love it.
0: If I were to watch it again, I would look out, I would look more closely with the eye, I would put my John Lyons hat on.
1: (laughs) And I really wanted to love it. But it did feel like, is it a comedy? Because she's like playing it totally straight, like dead straight. The people she encounters are kind of like on a different, sometimes they feel like they're in a bit of like Bo Burnham. Bo, what's what's his name? Eight, eighth grade director, writer, director. um Felt like he was kind of in a different movie for a little while. And then her parent like, I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, I see what you're saying about they felt like they were in different movies. I I agree There were moments too where I was like
1: if it's on purpose And the point is hey, this is a person with depression and they're not on the level of everyone else I just don't know if it came came across to me
0: I think it means that a woman in her position so many people Are on so many different tracks around what she has been through Mm -hmm. and how they feel about that particular issue. Whose responsibility is it? And how do you look at the life of a woman? Shouldn't she be over it by now? Is she depressed? Whose fault is it when someone's been drinking? Is this how women are in college? Isn't this how men behave in college? Every everybody's on a different wavelength, and it's been so many years. So, can you go back? Who's responsible now? Mm -hmm. Is revenge okay? Is it not? I yeah. I don't know.
1: It's complex, and and, you know, she took a hell. They all took a hell of a stab at it, and I'm glad that they made the film.
0: I think. Vanessa Kirby just to go back on that one. I struggled with the end of it too. Um but I Even thought her amazing. performance was incredible.
1: Yeah, and, and I Tyler don't Pile Buff's really good too. I mean, I know yeah. he's he's got issues. He's a very complicated real life person. I mean, he's an mm-hmm. actor, so, you know. Yeah. Kind of nuts, but Yeah. Uh yeah, I think some great performances.
0: So, so great. Yeah, they all were so wonderful. So,
1: have you guys seen and The Father yet? I'm switching gears.
0: No, and I just want to see that so bad. And like, me even too. the clip that they showed, I was like, this isn't your flat. I'm like, what right. happens in this movie? I just because, want to see it so bad. I know.
1: It's Alzheimer's, which, you know, has me interested i was really really surprised that you know i thought that they would have given the award to chadwick so that was that was maybe the biggest surprise actually there were a couple surprises but that one having not seen the father and yes anthony hopkins is always amazing um i was still just expecting
0: do you think they would have given it to chadwick had he been alive
1: i mean like heath ledger was in a comic book movie right which doesn't seem to be what they usually award uh people for so looking on it that way i guess it was maybe the lens i was i was looking at more than anything of like here is an, a young rising star we lost before you know they were able to achieve everything imaginable their lives perhaps and uh, you know gone too soon kind of award I thought he was very extremely entertaining in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom I thought he was great uh, I, I think that he you know and also in the five bloods uh, I also thought he you know really has screen you have that screen kind of chemistry he has that charisma going for him for sure you know it's hard to say i feel like he he felt very much like a, he was a rising star mm-hmm. not that he was like at his best yeah, it's hard it's really hard to say i just thought yeah. he, he was
0: really older academy that's how they got their their voices heard <laughs> on this right. one <laughs> and, <laughs> i mean riz is, this is aromony. another one. Like,
1: riz is great right and i yeah. and harry oldman i thought might have pulled it out because of the older academy uh, Steven Yeun from Minari. I, it, Minari is probably, maybe, is my favorite film last year. It's hard to say, but another really solid category, right? I just was a little surprised. Yeah. Did you think he was going to win, Chadwick Boseman? Did you think they were going to give him the award? I did. Uh-huh.
0: I thought they were.
1: I think a lot of people did. It seems like mm-hmm. there's some backlash, which, you know, people voted. <laughs> you can't, you know.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yep. Yeah. I thought they stop were. Stop the steal. Let's get another stop the steal guy. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I am having PTSD. <laughs>
1: <Sorry>. Please <laughs> don't
0: <Sorry>. say that.
1: <laughs> no, I mean a lot of people want him to win, and theo yeah, is a surprise. That's how the yeah. votes turned out.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I thought he was going to win too.
0: i I can't really speak to all of these but international best international um i know you you yeah feature i know you've seen more of these than i have but the Mm. two that i've seen were great and they were the two that i would have
1: yeah
0: gone back and forth between were they the best and i think i know what you would choose and it's the one that didn't win i would have been happy if either won, but
1: that was uh, another surprise for me personally just because i think collective is such an amazing film i'm surprised that it lost both uh documentary and international feature
0: yeah i'm Uh, surprised that it it lost (laughs) yeah once i
1: documentary
0: once I watched Collective, I agree. I thought, I can't believe this didn't win. It was so powerful and
1: Do you think it lost because maybe it is too too dark, too too everything that it is? I mean, there's some visuals in that movie that will never leave me, you know? Yeah. Like one scene in, in particular. Um oh i can't believe they showed it like to be honest but maybe like do you think it it can turn off some voters maybe like maybe they stopped watching at a certain point because they were just like oh my god this is just like a horror show i'm not
0: possibly yeah possibly i think
1: trying to find because it exposes
0: (laughs) well i mean it just because it exposes just such a deep
1: you know dark it's really dark.
0: dark just such a deep dark corruption starting from the government of a country of multiple countries and how government and you know wealth you know wealthy individuals just i don't know i think it maybe it's too close to home
1: yeah, maybe it's just maybe the timing for, of it. Like this yeah, year was
0: just. Ew. I I think it's a little too political. It 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 hurts. It it's just too exposing. Um,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, for some a people. Documentary in the middle of a pandemic maybe didn't play. great. Yeah,
0: I don't. I think you're right. I think it didn't really play very That's the excuse well. Excuse
1: I'm using.
0: Uh Uh-huh. I think you're right. I think that's what it was, John. It just, and it was so devastating. And I think in a way it was kind of like spotlight that you have journalists. And in this case,
1: you have sport. It's a
0: real life story of, um, right. It's a, it's not a retelling. It's a, it's a documentary. Of sports journalists in this case, right. like not even a primary. You know, it's not the New York Times. It's or uh, so the
1: many things, right? Like the real yeah. media. Well, real. You know, the news media doesn't mm-hmm. step up to cover these stories. You have a sports outfit that is right. breaking all of this. I mean, it says so much about so many things. Yeah, I but thought for international, it was another another round one i was surprised that the clip that they show kind of spoils a bit of the ending scene which i think is a great ending for another round
0: agreed it was a great ending i guess if you hadn't seen the movie it's not really spoiling a
1: whole lot that's true it's a it's a man dancing it didn't show his best moves (laughs) it didn't
0: oh mads oh mads yeah the
1: man in the in uh thomas Vinterberg's speech was very powerful wow. that story this... um mm-hmm. about his daughter like she was in the movie and mm-hmm. she was like it had a kind of a different you know it was more featured on the on the family than it ended up being. i can't yeah. imagine like but like yeah. he said he said his crew you know pulled pulled him through and saved the movie and saved mm-hmm. him basically
0: yeah yeah so
1: that's a story maybe that's that's,
0: yeah that's a that's an oscar worthy story it's kind of that behind the scenes of what can tank a movie it's not just hey we lost our funding Mm -hmm. and the weather or some other adversity it's personal devastation and Losing the will to go on.
1: Something we all can relate to.
0: Right. Especially over the last year where, again, global pandemic hits and people get sick and people are lost. And it's possible that you lose the will to go on. And so here Thomas Winterberg decides to go on and puts the energy of potential pain into the passion of what he loves mm-hmm. to do into his art
1: yeah and an interesting film too with you know these middle-aged men that kind of feel like you know what are what are they doing <laughs> anymore you know maybe losing a little bit of hope with their youth and uh feeling a bit lost themselves i'm looking forward to re-watching it i've only seen it once I want, I want to watch
0: mm-hmm.
1: it again another round. Yeah. On Hulu.
0: That's right. On Hulu. It's on Hulu.
1: And actually, just so you know, um, Better Days, The Man Who Sold His Skin, and Covadis Ada are all, I think, on Hulu. Yeah.
0: And Collective.
1: And Collective. And an, okay, so all the best international feature nominees are on Hulu.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> So if you haven't seen one or any of them check them out yeah what else do you, what other um okay can we then do best documentary because that was a surprise they collected didn't didn't win that one i would say but i think i told you and mike that um my octopus teacher uh really oh. like touched me <laughs> like
0: oh at it first, did yeah, yeah at
1: first when i was watching i was like this is a little weird and kind of creepy and then but then it like really it really stole my it took my heart it was it was pulling on my heartstrings i i loved that story of the connection with another living being i thought it was beautiful
0: i'll speak Personally. for mike since he is not here i think that didn't really happen for him
1: he said the cinematography was great yeah i think he didn't uh, he wasn't as spellbound by the relationship between man and octopus as I was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Have you seen I'll any ad- of the other docs?
0: I'll admit that. Um. Well, that I haven't seen my octopus teacher. I did watch the Chilean doc.
1: And the mole, the mole agent.
0: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that one was kind of
1: fun, right?
0: I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: Also on Hulu, Um, I think, right? Um, yes. I think it's
0: on Hulu. Yes. I loved how... So cute. The women just loved him. (laughs) I'm in love with him! Oh, they were so cute! Because here comes this kind of Uh well-dressed, you know charismatic guy who asks questions about them you know he's interested and he you know because he's this agent and he's he not what they he,
1: normally encounter in in right. the, the home i would assume
0: so they can't believe it they're like who is this guy who mm-hmm. can't who gives a shit yeah oh it was adorable yeah i loved it i thought that was adorable
1: the docs were all really great um, yeah, time is very powerful. That's on Amazon. Crip Camp is on Netflix. Octopus Teacher Netflix. Collective and Mole Agent on uh, Hulu.
0: I can't. It's hard for me to comment on a lot of the car- the categories that you know editing and whatnot. But I will say after watching Mike edit mm. for the Erie Dance Film Festival,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that was. Music,
1: yeah,
0: how editing with music is a challenge. Mm. Music and dancing is such a challenge. Multi camera, wow, that is time consuming.
1: You got and, an appreciation for the art of, oh, editing. yeah, yeah, oh,
0: the art of editing and the art of editing with music and dance and all of that. So i can definitely see why the sound of metal was recognized mm-hmm. um with drumming and and that kind of thing so i i would comment that that was a well-deserved oscar
1: yeah i was uh i was happy to see that one nominated i thought it would go to nomadland which i don't which is you know a great film because it's well edited of course but um yeah if you're going to have a standout i think that the sound of metal was a was a solid choice there i will say i was very happy that uh no there were no borat wins last night
0: yeah um, me too.
1: hater and say i was very happy
0: me too me too
1: <laughs> i mean come on a screenplay nomination And like dorota last night was saying you know that movie was one scene there was one memorable scene from that movie and okay good that the actress got nominated for putting herself in that you know she took a risk putting herself in that room with rudy and you know all that stuff but it's not really a movie
0: no it's not really a movie and i i am so glad i just you know how I feel about that movie, yeah,
1: and it's, it's awesome. Mike liked it though, and apparently a bunch of people did. I mean, got nominated. Okay,
0: so supporting actor.
1: Oh yeah, Judas and the Black Messiah, right? That Daniel was Daniel cool.
0: Kaluuya. Yeah. I that was so deserved. I yeah, loved I Judas and, and the him Black Messiah.
1: Cancelled each other out on the votes. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. That didn't happen.
0: Yeah so glad cuz i when he the first time i heard him speak you know like the, i it was like an interview in the movie. no well in or the like movie a,
1: yeah
0: mike was like erica why do you have to turn on subtitles what is wrong with you
1: <laughs> he's like, like mike, rapid fire
0: he's like first of all he's rapid fire and you know he's got a heavy the way he speaks, I'm sorry. Like, I need subtitles.
1: There's like he's subtitles. Got like a cadence, like a staccato. Like, yeah, there's a rhythm to um, his performance that is yes. impressive. Yes. And
0: I needed subtitles. And then you hear him, like, I heard him on an interview and I was like, oh my gosh, he's like British. Like, <laughs> yeah. wow, what an acting job to get that, yeah. you know, to, to get that. that voice down to get that accent so what an incredible job he did so i was very happy with that
1: yeah yeah that was that was a happy surprise happy
0: surprise Mm -hmm. i thought
1: maybe paul racy from um sound of metal Mm -hmm.
0: did you know that that he's he's the child of two deaf parents
1: no and that's
0: why he was a proficient signer
1: wow yeah Yep. i also didn't know that um laura dern she said her parents were are both um deaf hopefully it didn't just make that up but i feel like she said that
0: she was speaking right as i turned on okay turned on Maybe yeah
1: you just missed it
0: i think i just missed it mm-hmm.
1: what do we have left supporting actress her speech was great um minari at least one won one award for yeah. me uh Yoo jung yoon she has a crush on Brad Pitt did you see all that stuff
0: Yes adorable
1: <laughs> so cute
0: So adorable Oh I have to say that Soul the the screenplay for Soul or the the score I mean i love seeing uh, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and Jean-Baptiste on the same <laughs> stage together. Like, oh my God, it was adorable. And and the Soul team in general, like, like he said, like, Disney, can we please make a movie about the purpose of life? And having seen Soul, it kind of just blows your mind that is this see. really like a kid's movie? It's not really because... It may be animated, but it really is a ethereal. Like, wow, it is a it is one of those purpose of life movies. So, all right, I you gotta haven't watch seen it. it yet, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah I gotta, gotta watch it. it.
1: But yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it is cool to see uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross become becoming like staples in the uh, score. Yeah starting
0: with the perfect social network score mm, one of yeah. the best score i put it on like when i'm working sometimes oh, just wow. because it's one of those score yeah it's like perfect score to work to when you want to get in the zone
1: that's cool so i was happy it did it did make me erica feel like you know maybe we when if and when we come back with our Oscar party or some kind of party or something that that was kind of a cool setup with the DJ there and I was jonesing for our Oscar parties like I
0: know me too (laughs) oh I miss it I want it back but I I liked the um I did like the vibe Mm -hmm. I think that in general we've done that vibe we've done that vibe before we usually do table seating I get I get what you're saying though some some different vibes to it
1: yeah and i miss wednesdays i can't wait to be back on wednesdays we have to yeah. we have to check in with the bourbon barrel and uh do an update here for our listeners of what, that's what's, right what's coming up for us what
0: is coming up
1: well, this has been mm. fun
0: yeah it it's fun been great watch.
1: i was mm-hmm. happily surprised
0: me too me too it was a pleasant evening to watch for sure
1: well, so, thanks for listening, dear listener.
0: Dear listener, until next time. This was Film Grain.